Welcome to episode nine of season four of the Dice Pixels podcast, everyone. Hey, did you realize uh, as of, as of, as of 30th of September, so mm. was that five days from now, we've been running, we'll be into our third year. Really? Yeah. Oh, September, I feel like we, I feel like we should, I feel like we should be better at this. We should be better at this by now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> better is a relative term. Look at <laughs> well, we we every, every every single week. I think okay, this is the week that I'm going to start being organized, and I'm going to have like some talking points sorted two, and some reviews sorted. Don't third year, third year, and you're still you've been saying this for two years so far. Yeah. This is not going to happen. Just give up. Yeah, no, surrender I'm yet to, do to it. the ineptitude that the universe casts your way when it, <laughs> it comes to organizing your thoughts on the podcast. Yep, but. What are you doing? What are you Ar- reviewing? Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror. Excellent. All that and disappointment mm. coming up next. There we go. That's great. Hey, hey. Um, before yeah. I do what? the brief, complete lack of news that is uh, occurring right now. Um, yeah. What are you talking you- about? Are you serious? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wait, hang, hang, hang on. Are you, are you, like, just quickly, are you serious in saying that there's no news? There's no news that I care about. There's what a lot news? of really significant news. Well, okay, you can do the significant news. I'll talk about the garbage. Um, have you seen the new, the new Joker costume thing? Because it's extraordinarily no. disappointing. Oh, it's so disappointing. What are you talking about? The, the new, uh, I can't remember what his name is. The, one of the, you know, the, one of the Phoenix dudes thingy. Joaquin jo- 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 Phoenix, whatever. How do you pronounce his name? What the fuck um, are you talking about? His, uh, what the hell is what that noise? What are you noise? doing? I don't know. My computer just started loading things. Um, no, he's the, the new Joker in the Joker-specific film. Like, they've released some photos of him in makeup. And he just looks like Ronald McDonald. It's not good. It's really not good. Um, what are you, What are you talking about? I'm talking about... Okay, you know the Batman series of comics, right? Yeah. You know how there's a bad guy called Joker? Yeah. He's got an origin movie coming out with a new actor playing Joker, and it doesn't look great. I could be wrong. Joker origin movie... Google Joker new photos. That's all you need to do. Joker new it's... photos. Not nude Why? photos. Not nude photos. Joker new photos. Not nude. Okay. I'm just making sure you Google yeah. the right thing. Uh, so it's... Wa- okay. Wakanda, Not great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the origin story of Ronald McDonald. That's literally the only thing I had that remotely even sparked anything on my radar of news Wakan on this Phoenix, week. Or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, jo- Joaquin. Joaquin Finney. Is it Joaquin? Is that what it is? I don't Joaquin? know. I have no I idea. I don't know. Whatever it is. He's, a, he's batshit crazy. <laughs> um, well, that's probably why they picked him. That's probably not even a still from the movie. That's probably just like him. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Buying tacos or something. Uh, didn't he? Didn't he do something like he grew a beard and then like stopped talking for like five years or something? Jesus, bizarre. I don't know. That sounds like something one of those 
crazy Phoenix boys would do. Yeah. yeah. Hang well, on. Uh, let me just look this up because one. don't look him he's, up. He's he's fucking crazy. He's nuts. Um, but once again, maybe that's why they picked him for the role. But still, my yeah, point is that my point is it's not. It wasn't encouraging makeup. It was well lit, poor makeup. I think. Mm. Anyway, you have uh, an actual news. What's your actual news? What is it? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I remember now. He changed his name. From I what? Can't remember. I can't what to what, what? It was what Joaquin? 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 <laughs> Get in here, Joaquin. <laughs> we need to talk about the monthly profit margins. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. 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 What's your actual news? No, Give us your news. I got. I got to look this up now. No. Uh, different name. I don't know. Different. Just stop. Okay. Joaquin stops talking with beard. That's <laughs> fine if that gets anything. Oh, look at this. Google's top results. Why did my beard stop growing? <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Well, I fell okay. down a hole. Anyway, news. Gaming news. Wait, his, older, his older brother was named River. River Phoenix. Yeah, yeah I know. Thing? River... You know River Phoenix? Do I? He was in Stand By Me, man, with Will Wheaton. And Jerry O'Connell, when Jerry O'Connell was small and fat. Oh. And that other guy that I can never remember. Huh. Anyway. uh, What were we talking about? You're supposed to be doing game news, but we've nearly run out of time. That's the podcast for the... No, okay. What is it? What what, what do you got? What do you got? (laughs) Uh, Wait, what? (laughs) Damn it. Give me the cash. Tell me what the news is. Oh, um, yeah, Telltale Games have shut down. What? Introducing the new Surface Go. Excellent. Could you not? Do- <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now, uh, what? What are we? What are we injecting commercials every three minutes on YouTube now? No, this isn't going to happen. How come there is nothing on any of my news feeds about Telltale Games shutting yeah. down? What? Yeah, no, no. Sh- Shutting down, didn't? Oh, you? that means there's not going to be there's not going to be a Tales from the Borderlands two. Yeah, so they um uh so they made the announcement on uh, Friday um that they're enacting a majority studio closure. So basically, they sacked hundreds of people. Um, there's a few people uh, that are filing class action. Oh, there's a class action lawsuit against them for employee treatment of employees. Ugh. Oh, yeah, oh this is mi- oh this is messy. God damn it, guys. You had one job. Oh, it, well, was to con- it was to yeah, continue I'd... the old point-and-click adventure games, and you're the only ones that are doing it, and you fucked it up. Great. Thanks, guys. Pot- yeah, potentially the reason work. for that is um, uh, they sacked 200 developers. Um, so basically, they got, a- they got everyone into a meeting, and they said, uh, yeah, you're-, you're all fired. Sorry. Yeah, they're supposed to give 60 days, but they gave uh, no days. No, no, and then they gave them thirty minutes to get out of the building. Um, they what, got what? no se- they got they got no severance pay, and uh, healthcare oh. cover was cut off as well. Thirty, what? Yeah. Was it because they were shutting? So I'm gathering they either ran out of the man mo- out of money or someone was. <laughs> I got a question: Any of these people that were leaving were there like middle management people shredding documents at the time? Because this is very very suspicious. <laughs> 
Well, apparently there's 25 people remaining on board to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. Wow. Um, so, um, hopefully the developers, was... the developers take off and start their own um, company that yeah. makes those style of games. Uh, those are great games. I love them. Yeah, apparently they were doing a round of financing and it all fell through and they were expecting it to, to pick up and then someone pulled out. And then it, that was it. What? Yeah. They're like one of a, they're a massively highly rated sort of pseudo indie developer. They they would have made yeah. a lot of money. What did they do with all their money? That's exactly right. Um so well, yeah. Anyway, I'm sad a... now. But yeah. all good things must come to an end. Oh, well by the sound of it, all hmm. horrible things must come to the end for them. But yeah, no, yeah. no, I reckon those those people will uh nip off and start their own studio and Something better will come from it. Oh, probably. Uh, now, let a me flower tell grows you... out of every corpse. Yep. <laughs> let me let me tell you a story. Oh, I don't want to hear a story. Just a review. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story all about Neverwinter and the garbage that's been happening in the last few days. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me just sit down. Okay. You don't. You don't. Again. Um, you don't really know much about Neverwinter, do you? Well, I did play it very briefly. And okay. it felt like a slightly more polished version of your traditional go fetch quests fantasy mm, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there were a lot of non fetch ca- uh, quests in it. That was one thing I actually liked about it. Okay, see, so, that's good. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know, Neverwinter is effectively a D and D Dungeons and Dragons online MMO. Um, it's quite, it's, it is actually quite well done. Um, there's a lot to do, like a crazy amount of stuff to do. <clears throat> I was, I liked the control system. It felt good. Apart from the jump button. What the fuck, guys? No, nah, nah, you get On PlayStation, that's, that's, that's stupid. You have to hold down another button to jump. What? Uh, you, you do actually get used to it. Anyway. anyway. So... So within the game, the main currency within the game is um, astral diamonds okay, or AD. Right. Shut up, is AD. <laughs> okay. Um, now there are certain quests, certain end game type content that will just give you AD as rewards. Some of it will give you what's called raw AD. Now the idea is that most of the the dungeons will give you raw AD rather than full AD, and then you can only convert up to a certain amount per day. The idea is it's meant to kind of cap the, the, the amount that you can have in AD. Um, the other way to get AD is to buy it. Um, and the like real-world currency um, that you pay money for is called Zen. Okay. Uh, right? So there's a Zen store, and then there's a number of different AD stores in the game. Now, uh, even though it's a free-to-play game, most people spend, uh, look, if you play it for a decent amount of time and you actually get into it, you're going to spend a couple of hundred bucks. Like, guaranteed. Yeah, I guess. Because, you know, by spending it's a little bit It's designed around money, microtransactions, so it encourages oh, you towards yeah. them. So, yeah, yep, that's fine. Oh, and, and a, there's a big thing on loot boxes. Um, but, honestly, there's... Yeah. <laughs> The loot boxes are not that important. Not really. There are ways to buy Zen 
um, get it into AD currency and then kind of make it work for you, if you know what I mean. You can, yeah, you, you can play the you can play the auction. Oh, well, house they no, they always and... do that. They always do it. They make it so yes, you can play it like that, but it's just a little mm. bit more convenient if you do it the other way. Yeah, yeah. And look, I uh, I'm somewhat ashamed to admit that I probably spent about a thousand dollars on this game. Jesus. Yeah. It's not um, that good. <laughs> not look that. No, I dis I would disagree there. I um thousand dollars of good. Over over like eighteen months. Um, okay. Assuming that every single game on PlayStation was as good as Uncharted Four. And you yeah. could have bought ten of those experiences. Not that good. It's not Look, I got my first uh, car was worth less than that. I got a tremendous amount of playtime out of it. Well, either way, um, if okay, if you played it, well, you were on it all the time. Anyway, so that's fine. Anyway, anyway, anyway do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the story or what? I don't want to hear the story. Okay. I just want to hear the news. Shut up. You're telling Sorry. the history of it. I don't want to care about the history. <laughs> because you because you need to understand why this is a big deal. Okay, cool. Um, Keep going. So the so the game itself is um, separated out into different modules. Now the modules are the the different hardcover campaigns from. Um, like the standard Wizards of the Coast, yeah, 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 Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah. So the most recent one that's just come out is uh, Ravenloft or Curse of Strahd. So it's oh, the yeah, vampire yeah. sort of themed one, right? I remember Strahd. <laughs> Looks absolutely brilliant. Um, it's amazing fun to play. They've got some really bizarre quests that um, are just really, really fun. Um, they've got some extra mechanics in there. Um, so it's yeah, good. It, like, it's good. Look, all in all, it's a good mod. It is a good mod. Um, now, one of the mechanics that they had in there were what are called hunts, right? Now, the idea is that you would get a wanted poster that was either one star, two star, or three star. The idea is a one star poster. You could very easily go and do it yourself. You can go and find the like hunt down the the little mini boss, kill it, you'd be fine. Two star, you'd usually need, you know, maybe three people to yeah, do. Okay. And three star, you'd need a full um, five five person team to take down. Um, in addition to that, there were different um, tarot cards that would do things like, um, say, increase the HP of a monster or whatever. And uh, and in return, if you killed it and you were successful, you, say, got an extra reward. Some of them were just extra in-game currency, some was, um, like, better gear, so on and so forth. And it was the only way to get the highest level gear in the game, mm-hmm. right, in, in this new module. Now, what people worked out pretty quickly on the PC version, because PC always gets um, the the new modules out before PlayStation and Xbox do. So they got it out about two months ago and somebody worked out that you could glitch the hunts. Right. Okay. So colloquially, colloquially called guns. <laughs> right. So, and what you'd basically do is you'd have one person who would stay in the, the tent that you go into to start the, the quest. Everyone else would commit suicide and you'd appear outside the tent. You'd run off, find the monster, like the boss monster, who would be frozen in place. And you'd just oh, kill Oh, okay. And you just kill them and do it that way. Okay, cool. All right. Now, effectively, every time you did this, if you had the right tarot cards, you'd make about 8,000 raw AD or, okay. or rough AD. 
rough AD, sorry, not raw AD. You make about 8,000 rough AD every time you did it. Um, took you about 15 minutes on average to do one Okay, of so things. there's probably a lot of people that would just be farming that. Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, fuck, I did it. I got maybe 200,000? Cool. 200,000 okay. rough okay. AD? Not a lot. I know people who literally got millions. I heard of one guy who got a couple hundred million rough AD. Crap. Now, hell. You, you, you can only convert a hundred thousand rough AD per day. Okay, right, so cool. All it, re- all it really does is it kind of gives you a bit of an allowance for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, now they found that on PC it all got reported, and um, the game developers uh, released basically a a bit bit of news saying that they're aware of this and this is what the the glitch is. They didn't fix it. Right. So. On PlayStation and Xbox. <laughs> so they told their entire player base yeah. what the glitch was and how to use it to get. <laughs> yeah. So of, okay. course, so, of course, everyone started using it. Now, this new mod only came out like a month ago. Right? Okay. Um, on, I think it was Thursday, Thursday or Friday last week. Actually, no, it was, sorry, it was earlier. So it was not last weekend, the weekend before. So let's say eight days ago, eight, nine days ago. Um, they basically came out and they said... We know about the glitch. We know that people are using the glitch. Don't use it or we're going to ban you. Okay. Now, the, the entire community went, yeah, okay. How about you just fix your shitty system? Um, and in the meantime, we're going to keep farming. So on Friday, they banned around 90% of all players across all three platforms. What? Um, yeah, including all of the YouTubers and Twitch streamers. That's like fifteen. <laughs> that's like fifteen million players, though, because they've got eighteen oh, million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But hang um, on, hang on. Why doesn't that adversely affect the revenue stream quite significantly? Yeah. That's a cryptic Funnily studio's enough, perfect world thingy. Yeah. Now, apparently, it's been confirmed that it there's a um, a customer service level. Um, who did it, who are not part of Cryptic or Perfect World. Okay. Right. Was this a third party in here? What? Now, there's a couple of things about this that are especially ridiculous. Um, first of all, one of the YouTubers that got banned um, uh, was like the sort of number one Neverwinter YouTuber. Okay. They did, an, they did an interview with this guy three days prior. And then banned right? him. And then banned him, but not just banned him, perma banned him, and then banned his IP address. Okay, I so couldn't think even create we've a learned. I think we've learned why you don't outsource your customer support department and give them administration powers. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so some some people got temporary banned. So 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 I got um I got banned for three days. Um. Some people I know got banned for a week. Um. Others have been permanently banned. Now. So, hang on, but but what's that supposed to resolve? Is that supposed to be like a we're watching you stop cheating? Well, is it though? Because they they did fix the bug, right? During so this, what's they fixed the problem? it at the same time. Exactly. So um, there's kind of two signs that have come out of this. One is, oh, you shouldn't be glitching anyway. Well, well, no, no. I would like to refer to the rules of the old west as they were in Ultima Online. I remember one of the the guy that originally designed a lot of that universe like one of the main higher ups his theorem was if there's a glitch in the game and you figured out how to exploit it we'll fix it 
But kudos to you for finding it. You found it. It was there. Fair enough. Yeah. Now you did it. it. You exploited it. We fixed it. It gets worse. <laughs> there are... How does it get worse than banning sixty percent of your, yeah. your users? Because there are a lot of people who got caught up in it, who didn't even have the new Barovia uh, or the new Ravenloft area unlocked, and they, they got, got banned, banned anyway. Yeah. Right, so what they've done is they've used a script to try and work out who it is. And oh, it's, it's the only way. To, it's blank, 18 million players that can't individually examine what each one's done. Of course, they did use a, a script. Exactly. Um, uh, a, in addition to that, um, uh, there's there's a lot of people who really got no notice at all that they've been banned. Um, other people logged in and found that um, their banks had just been. Stripped of all gear. <laughs> um, uh, there was oh. one guy who one guy who logged in who um who actually he did a YouTube video and he said I had a couple of billion uh AD not rough AD AD that was nothing to do with the glitching and they stripped it all. Jeez. And he said, now he and he said that a lot of the revenue that he gets from his YouTube channel being a Neverwinter YouTube channel. Goes into buying Zen. Mm. So, on one hand, it's, oh yeah, uh, yes, it is against the terms of service to glitch or effectively cheat. But uh, when, when somebody spends actual money on your game, on currency, and then mm. you strip that currency without, you know, really going well, through. there's a word for that, and it's called theft. <laughs> They're probably not allowed to do that. Yeah. So, That's, uh, so a, did you lose your... Well, actually, yeah. Well, okay, what's your current opinion of the game? Will you be continuing to play this game? Or will you be... <clears throat> yeah, probably. But I can tell you one thing. I am not spending a single fucking dollar on this game anymore. No, because it's too um, risky. You could lose it's all It's too risky. That's, that's wow. exactly right. Um, it's not even that, you know, um, like, take... like. Let's just put the the morality of it just to the side for the moment. So, yeah, okay, whether you agree with the fact that people cheated or not, it, it, just put that to the side. Yeah. Look at it from a business perspective. It's you cannot stupid. spend money on this game now without a tremendous amount of risk because they may just decide to blanket ban you. And you may have done absolutely nothing wrong, get banned, and there is no recourse to get your account back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, been a good... That was a... <clears throat> yeah, they're going to have some issues there. Cryptic's had some issues before with some of their other games doing stuff like that. I seem to remember, like, what, five or six years ago? Um, they did something not quite to that degree, but they did something weird in Star Trek Online. And they like reset everyone's currency level or something really bizarre, uh, okay. and it was like there was an explosion because I I used to play that quite a bit, um, and I had an initial level of the shits when I bought a life because it was a subscription based game. I bought a lifetime yeah, yeah. subscription and then it went free to play, and the lifetime subscription was like three hundred three hundred bucks, so I wasn't particularly happy. Um, however. There was this interim period where I was annoyed, but then I think they realized, they went, okay, the people that bought lifetime subscription, here's like a bunch of starships and all this other rare stuff that you just can't get. I went, okay, I'm happy now. I'm fine. I've, got, I've gotten like my, my money's worth. But yeah, then, then a few years ago, they did something else nasty. And I think they changed 
they changed the way currency or something in the world worked and it just obliterated what everyone had put into it. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, you don't do this to your players. Your players are who... They give you the money that you use to apparently yeah. go bankrupt and fire employees with zero days notice. Thank you, games companies. <laughs> you're really you're really rating well today. So it is more yeah. important than ever to support indie developers because apparently they're not ass hats. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they might be. But, well, some you know. of them are. I've certainly met some yeah. that are, but not that many. Most of them aren't ass hats. Well, one of the one of the best um, responses I've seen to this was. Um, a war effective <laughs> no someone no, declared was, war was okay we, we, you look at this it's it's negative reinforcement right so it's they're punishing the people who did the wrong thing where uh, the easier way to do it would be to run the same script but reversed work out who didn't touch uh that, like didn't do the glitch at all um and then give them some, give them some cool gear Give them, give them, give them an <coughs> that's item. One that's one way like to do it. something. The ban hammer swings long, and it always has. It's been one of the primary causes of online games forever. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's an accepted thing. Games generally don't reward people for doing what they're supposed to be doing in the first, but they do punish people for not doing you know what they're supposed to be doing. Plus, if they reward, yeah. if they re- if they ban people, they're getting rid of stuff that they don't want. Whereas if they give rewards they're actually offering something. Like, they're potentially giving away something that they might have gotten money for. So they're not going to do that. They're all corporate. Yeah, so instead they got rid of all their people who were no, I'm not money. saying it was a clever decision. <laughs> I'm saying it was, a, it was a very poorly researched decision, but, oh, God, mm. that's stupid. Oh, well, this is a bit yeah, of a hellish, hellish week for game developers, isn't it? Yeah, and the really in- the really interesting thing too is um, the Neverwinter subreddit. Anyone who mentions um, Gunt or the glitching, yeah, uh, is Im- is immediately banned, and the posts are deleted. Um, the the Neverwinter Reddit, Twitter man. account, yeah, well, the Neverwinter Twitter account is just constantly posting like updates about the next mod coming out, like. It's 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 like they're trying to ignore that it all happened. Oh, but they you see are these trying posts... to ignore that it all happened. Because if they acknowledge it, yeah. it gets worse. Yeah. If they acknowledge they did something wrong, then people will want retribution and they'll want like a restorative offer by that studio. And that, they don't care. They don't care no, about you. But, if you're playing legally, an online game right now, you need to know one thing that's important. They don't care about you. They don't even like you. They want your money. Oh, look... um. The question of whether or not it's legal is, yeah, it absolutely is. You agreed to the terms of service and they enacted that clause. Oh, well, they, they have that. They is have it, that is, there's a clause in there because it also means that if they shut down the game at any point because they go bankrupt, they don't have to refund all the money people have put in. Exactly. The yeah. But is it ethical? Fuck no. Absolutely not. No. You know, like people who had spent actual money on this, if this was one of those ones where you pay 50 bucks... And you play it, and if you cheat, they ban you. Totally different. Totally yeah, but if you're different. continuously pouring lots and lots of money into it. If you're going to ban somebody, really, you should be refunding that money. Uh, because it's, it's no, real I'll, money. Yeah, but I know I tend to agree if they had actual specific proof that you'd done something that had damaged the game or done something you, you agreed not to, then they don't have to. 
Well, in fairness, in their terms of service, they do say that you can't take advantage of a glitch or anything like that that gives you an advantage over other players. Now, one could argue that everyone knew about the glitch and it was not a hard glitch to do. So, therefore, yeah. it, gave nobody, it gave no one person advantage over anyone else. Yeah, okay, that's true. You know, so, yeah, look, yeah, but I still, think there's no. two sides to it. That's, I think that's the end of it. They're going to ignore that it ever happened. Yeah. And, 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 and then like they're going to per- just mark it, then you think. But, yeah, well, I'm glad I uninstalled that to play Tomb Raider. I yeah, feel look, better now. Yeah, and look, personally, I don't care about the bans, but I think it was just the most stupid uh, business decision ever. What, to ban the majority of your players? Yeah. That's oh, never and the majority of the players were spending decision. money. Well, it was the vet. There was a um, there was a game on uh, Steam. I can't remember what it was, and it was one of those. I don't know. I can't remember if it was H one Z one or if it was one of those games like that. Right? It's like a zombie kind of game. Um, they were doing updates, and you had uh, lots of players put lots of stuff into the game. So it's like that where you had microtransactions. You could pay a lot of Mm. pay to get things, and then like, I think in like one month they just they just stopped. They stopped releasing any updates for it. And then a month and a half later, they released a sequel and went, yeah, we're not supporting the old servers now. And then here's a sequel and you can pay 80 bucks to buy it. And their whole player base vacated. I think five people or so. It's like one of the most, I think it's one of the lowest Mm. sold games on Steam. And it's only sold like X number of copies that I think in single digits, maybe double. Yeah. Didn't Um, they, didn't they, didn't they like double back on that and go, we're sorry. And people went, fuck you. Yeah, oh yeah, because you can't, you can't like steal someone's car and then bring it back and go, I'm sorry I stole your car. And it's like all covered in mud and crap. No, you've soiled it. Get out of here. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a brief bit. I'm going to do my, um, we're starting to run low on time and I want you to do your Arkham review. Uh, so I'm going to do mm-hmm. my review properly next week because... Yeah. The game I'm reviewing, Factorio, I think I need to give it a bit more play because, okay, I talked about this game, oh, gee, a year or two ago, and then I realized that they've added all these updates and it's still in friggin' early access and they've added a wad more to the game and it is an extraordinarily complex game, but it's a lot of fun. So I might give it another week of playing to give it a proper review. But one of the things I do want to talk about is... Actually, no, no, I'm going to threaten. No, I'm going to thank and threaten. I'm going to thank Ray for turning up to the Connexio Unfair event that we promoted last week. Yeah. And I'm going to berate everybody else for not turning up. You're, you should all be ashamed of yourself. Especially you, Scott. You, I know you're listening. <laughs> I cried. You didn't, you didn't turn up. But anyway, um, we went to Connexio on Sunday. Um. Mm to meet Joel Finch who is the creator of Unfair that you reviewed back in oh, I'm going to say season 3 or season 2 oh yeah it was yeah. a while ago awesome it was game. a while ago but um, awesome game uh, apart from some inside information that we're not going to mention what they were but we got to see some of the uh, some of the top secret in development expansions for this um, mm. I love the way that that he's doing this role out of this game uh, so if you're not aware the game Unfair go and listen to the review of it um, there's expansions that come out of you that give you extra decks, but they're planning on releasing, uh, I think they've already got a couple expansions out there. One of them, we're going to post the, um, the uh, link to their pledge thing for one of the expansions that's just done, but you can still pledge on at the moment to get it. Um, but they're re- releasing four packs at a time 
in more or less, not a continuous rotation, but a quite a long-term rotation. So I love that this game is like a, it's like a video game that has ongoing support for a couple of years. That never happens with tabletop games. Like you think of anything else that does that, what do you got? Pokemon does it. Dungeons and Dragons do it because they're always, wizards are always adding new campaigns and stuff. Yeah, what, true. What other games are continuously doing that? Some little ones, occasionally they'll get like one expansion and that's it. Um, games release alternate versions of themselves, but not expansions. Not expansions that mm. change the way the game plays a little bit. So I, I love that. I love that they've done that. Um, I actually think it's something that I'd, I'd like to see more of in the uh, indie game kind of development space. Yeah. Especially yeah, for deck, deck builders and card-based games, it's really easy to do. If it's oh, and like even, even some of the unreleased expansions that he showed us look... Oh, fantastic. they look so cool. Yeah, um, like, the, like the time travel one. That's going to be... Oh, I don't know if we're allowed to mention any of it. Some of them may not come out. A lot of them he mentioned said they're, they're kind of prototype, maybe, maybe not. I don't care. If you don't own Unfair, go and fucking buy it. Exactly. Find it. We've got links and stuff going to it. I actually downloaded the print-to-play version to have a go of it, but I'm actually going to wait. It's such a beautiful game and a, a good one to support. I would prefer to actually just mm. wait till it's back in stock because uh, no, I can't find anywhere with it in stock. They got a reprint coming. Mm. They got a second round of uh, the game coming soon. Um, and I believe you can still order it online. But either way, uh, check out the link that we've posted on our Facebook page and in the description of this episode to go and uh, assist them. Um, hey, you know what I found the awesome. other day? In a... Yeah. In a, uh, you know those like, you know the dirt mall cheap stores that are like, they've got like, uh, it's like Crazy Clark's used to be, except like much more low grade and they just sell weird crap that's been imported and usually only one of the staff speaks any English. Um, uh, yeah, I think Which so, I, don't, yeah. I don't have a problem with specifically, but I just find it, it, it kind of amusing that that seems to be a commonality that goes along with the stores. But, um... Yeah, like you get those places and you go in and they'll they'll have like bizarre things like, I don't know, an entire wardrobe for $3.50 or something ridiculous like that. Uh, I was going yeah. through one of them and I found, because I haven't been able to find it anymore and my copy went walkabouts a very long time ago, um, mainly because I gifted it, so I can't say it went walkabouts. Unstable unicorns for sale on their counter. Really? The bizarre thing I found. I didn't expect to find it there. And I found uh, Total Recall, the Rick and Morty game, for sale ah, next to nice. it as well. So I just I bought both of them. But I finally own that game. Yay. I'm so shame happy. You're not, uh, shame you're not getting the, uh, the new one coming out. Or did you back that? I, of course I did. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, God, yes. It looked awesome. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So long story short, Check out Unfair. Unicorns are cool. Mm-hmm. Neverwinter can suck balls. And what was Arkham like? Oh, one more thing. Uh, yes, Puck, I will make you a copy of Tobago because you got me addicted to it in one playthrough. Yay. Um, and it's out, it's out of print. It doesn't exist anywhere. It's been out of print since 2010, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, ex- uh, there's a couple really that. scuffed up secondhand ones around, but they didn't look too good. So, yeah, my uh, <laughs> my 3D printed combo version is, is I'm happy with it. It does I'll look make pretty good, yeah. I'll make you one. Um, okay, so, Arkham Horror. 
So, this is uh, the original Arkham Horror were, came out in 1987, right? This is, really? this is an old... Yeah, this is an old game. It's based on um That was uh, before cool, that was before Expo. And we're so old that we know what <laughs> yeah. that was. <laughs> I remember Expo. Um that was when South yeah, Bank so, was still a shithole. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well, well, it's still So anyway. it's ba- it's ba- it's based on um it's based on the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game, um uh, which came out in 1981. Right? So we're talking old really? shit. Here. I didn't know that came out back then. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's older than was, me. I was born in 81. Um, were you? So, yeah. I yeah. thought you were born well, in 82. Were... No, you were born in 82. I'm born in 81. Well, I know when I'm born. It's not when I'm born yeah. as me. I thought you were the same <laughs> age as me. Um, so, anyway, oh, wow. the, the, look, the, the history on this game is actually really interesting. But it got effectively reprinted um, much later on, and a more modern version came out in 2005. Yeah. All right. So the 87 version was pretty simple. Um, and effectively there's different phases of the game and it, it's obviously it's, um, uh, it's a horror game being called Arkham Horror. Um, and it's based on the Cthulhu, um, mythos. Um, the idea is that you're an investigator in the city of Arkham, uh, and you have to, you know, find clues, um, uh, respond to, like, dimensional gates that open, uh, and you've got different attributes that you can adjust effectively on, like, your little character card. So, um, you know, uh, for example, um, you're like, um, you might have, say, uh, speed and... I don't know, sneak, let's say. So sneak is for to be able to sneak past monsters. Speed is how many spaces that you can move. Um, and there's a little slider on the card. Um, and it could be that, you know, um, sneak goes one, two, three, four, and then corresponding um, speed might be four, three, two, one. So you can either be sneaky or you can be fast. And there's, I think, f- four, three. There's either three or four of these sliders with different things. So there might be four. four. Yeah, four. I have a feeling it's four. Um, and then you've got sanity and stamina, like your two um, like health point type things. So um, they're effectively, they measure your mental health and physical health. So different things will reduce that. If you get down to zero stamina, then you uh, immediately lose everything that you were doing and you wake up in the hospital which is just one of the locations in the city. Same thing with sanity. It's basically the same up. thing that happens in Seven Days to Die if you lose all of your stamina. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, this, and the same thing with um, sanity, except you wake up in a mental asylum. Mm. Um, I remember now, when I played, that was I was out so quickly. I'm not yeah. a person that can hang on to my sanity in that game. Yeah. Now, look, the... One of the most interesting things about this game is purely the number of decks that it comes with. Um, there's probably, let me think, there must have been maybe 25 different decks around the board that you draw from. It looks, what I found with it is it looks more complex than it is. Because, prim- oh, it's because pretty, of that, it's pretty complex. It's com- pretty complex. No, it, it's uh, yeah, but there are there are much more complex games. It, it you can understand it. It's it's not a game that you have to. 
Okay, there's two types of complex. There's the type of complex that you have to read the entire instruction booklet before you play and sit down and, and like force it into people's brains. And then there's complex that's involved, but you can kind of play it to pick it up. I found that with this one, you need a little bit of a, like this is how it works at the beginning, but you can generally, you pick up stuff as you move through it. If you're playing with people yeah. that know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, um, except that I strongly would recommend reading the entire book before starting. Um, oh, if you're, like a, if you're like a new player, if you're like playing it with people who've oh, never yeah. played it before, oh my God, yes. But if you're actually playing it with other people who've played it before, it's okay. Yeah, so we, we played on uh, Sunday, uh, like basically as you were leaving, which was what, one o'clock? Uh, I left at one thirty. yeah. Okay, so we started playing it at one thirty. We stopped playing it. At 8.30. Yeah, that sounds about right. Did uh, you finish now, it? I don't think you would have finished it. We finished it. We finished it. Oh, really? It. How many um, people playing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, three. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, now, and the cool thing about the game, you actually fight the Elder God that's waking up at the end. We just yeah. happened to draw... Uh, we just happened to draw Cthulhu. Um, and I'm not sure we did it right, because we seem to take him down reasonably easily so I'm betting that we didn't <laughs> his, do it right his bark is worse than his bite <laughs> yeah um but um but yeah but look um the, it's an amazing game to play um I assume you've played it before then I have, have it's just been a it, long it no it's been a long time it's geez 10 years I think I would have played yeah. that in university yeah, so it came out 2005. Um, there was another edition that got released. Actually, no, it didn't. Sorry, no, that was the second edition. So, yeah, it came out 2005. There's a new edition coming out next month. Really? Um, yeah, after I played this at Kinexio, um, I asked the guys there to order me a copy, and they came back and said, look, the third edition is coming out next month. Oh, so that's not just a reprint. That's going to have new stuff. Cool. Oh, man, it's a totally different game. Like, oh, I'm getting, uh, it, getting, 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 oh, getting, 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 it is, yeah, um, it is absolutely phenomenal. Like, you know how the, the normal Arkham Horror has like a big yellow board? Yeah. Um, so the new one is all modular, right? So all the different town areas are, uh, it almost looks like a, um, uh, like a sort of almost pods on like a Holy ship. Holy crap, this of, is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. It's got like, um, oh my God, are these hexagons? Yeah. I think these are hexagons. Oh. Well, I think they're always hexagons, weren't they? Um, there's a lot more. Uh, so. There's a lot more in the way of characters. Um, there's a lot more scenarios that you can play. Because in Arkham Horror, there's really one scenario. There's an Elder God waking yeah. up. That's it. Whereas in the new one, apparently there's going to be a whole bunch of different scenarios to go along with it. Um, now, in addition to Arkham Horror... Um, there are a lot of expansions. There are eight expansions. Okay. Yeah, I never um, even got into the expansions. No. So, well, I've, 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 I mean, I've, to be fair, I've only played probably twice. So. Yeah. So, so the first one was uh, Curse of the Dark Pharaoh, um, which basically added new cards, new items, and new encounters. Um, uh, the second one was Dunwich Horror. So Dunwich Horror basically gives you an extra board that goes up against the normal board. Mm. Um, and it's got some new rules in there as well. 
um, and, and some new monsters. Third edition is the King in Yellow, um, and it's basically just adds cards again. Uh, fourth edition was another board. <laughs> <laughs> you could have it there as well. Um, and then new uh, dimensional rifts uh, mechanics and aquatic monsters that can move around other aquatic locations. Um, Black Goat of the Woods, um, which is... Uh, it basically adds some new mechanics and some high difficulty cards. Sixth one was Inns, Innsmouth Horror, um, which basically adds a new town plus 16 new investigators, eight new ancient ones, and then two new heralds. Jesus. Um, the seventh one, a lurker at threshold. Um, basically, it's um, it's more locations, um, more cards, more gates, more spells, so on and so forth. Um, and then the eighth one, which was uh, Miskatonic Horror. Now, keep in mind, this came out in 2011. So these are these all came out in a matter of six years. <laughs> um, wow! Now the that and that Miskatonic Horror um, added four hundred and fifty new cards. Wow! Okay, what they're doing? Okay, this is what I was. This is what is exactly what I said I liked about what they're doing with Unfair. I mm. love this. Please, more developers do yeah. this. It is so good when you do this. Keep yeah. people playing. So, so I need to look into whether or not those expansions are compatible with the third edition. Um, I'm hoping that they are, but if they're not, uh, I that actually I could be I'm annoying. Not... I can't see any reason why they wouldn't. I'd imagine the actual the rules of play would be similar. I don't know. They may incorporate a lot of those expansions into the new version. Um, that'd be cool. Yeah, not sure. Not sure. Um, so, yeah, um, look, Would, okay, oh. okay, 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 well, we're gonna, we're gonna do our rating system, you gotta yeah. do it, uh, visuals, I know what you're giving it, I know what you're giving it, mm, visuals, probably a three, I didn't know what you were giving it, it's not a pretty, they're okay. It, it, look, it's not a particularly pretty, pretty game, um, but keep in mind it's what seven, eight years old, um, and it was based on an earlier version, um, which um, you know was what twenty years earlier, and they obviously were trying to um, take advantage of the um, the what do you call it? Um, uh, I can't remember what's 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 the word I'm looking for the. Dungeon. Um, where you like, no, wait, when you like look back on something fondly. Um, Perspicacity. Nostalgia oh is the word you're looking for. Nostalgia. <laughs> I yeah. knew what it was. I, the, my, my next random word was going to be polo pescatarian, but I just, I think we should end it there. Um, okay, yeah, no, yeah, no, um, no, that's, but yeah, I'm actually, like, I'm actually that... looking up a comparison because I, like I said, it's been so long since I played it. Yeah. The cards are okay, but the the third edition looks good. Oh, the third edition looks great, but I'm not reviewing the third edition. I'll, oh, no, I'll I'm probably just, review I, that separately. Yeah. I was just um, curious, but, trying to but, remember what it was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Third edition yeah. Uh, sexy. But, but yeah, look, visually, eh, it's okay. It's okay. Look, it's, Unless it's you fine. get third edition, and then it's probably five. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, look, the, um, the, uh, the backs of... 
the cards actually look a lot nicer than the front of the cards. <laughs> I know that sounds I know that sounds weird, um, but when you've got all the decks laid out, um, it looks fucking great. It does look great. Um, but the actual cards themselves are, eh, you know. Gameplay. There's nothing, nothing special. Five. Easily yep. five. Oh, yeah. Well, they've put so much work in it and thought. Replayability, I reckon that's five. a straight out five because of the oh, size easily. of what you can do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And plus with the expansions, it's it's a no-brainer. Um, well, I reckon that gives uh, it a four and a half. Yeah, or, I'd say that's about yeah, right. Yeah, and average that out in those numbers. Um, now, one... Um, whoa, whoops. Turn your volume off, you muppet. Um, the other. Um, All right. <laughs> um, the other. The other thing that's worth mentioning too, like like this is a fantasy flights games. Um, game. Uh, they have a lot of fucking games. Um, but one in particular, which is like a spin-off of this, is Eldritch Horror. Now a lot of people I've have played that. Eldritch Horror. I've but seen not that in Horror. comic book stores. Yeah, it's much newer. So it came out 2013, and it's had expansions come out up until this year, right? So um, they've had one, two, three, four, five. They've had seven. But you're not no, review it. You can't review that one. You haven't played it. You don't know if it's any good. No, it could be terrible. No, I'm not. Could be the no, worst no, but, game um, you've ever played. From what from what I understand, though, it's actually quite similar uh, mechanics, um, but apparently it it takes less time to play, um, and uh, it's the whole world, not just the city of Arkham. Ooh, that sounds more up my alley. Yeah, quicker um, and, and bigger. I've, I like it when it's from, bigger and from what faster. I've seen. Yeah, from what I've seen, it does look nicer. It's a nicer board and, and that kind of. Oh, thing. it's probably because the, the I reckon that's what's caused them to reboot the graphics on the other one. It's probably the same uh, oh, visual probably. artist. Um. But yeah, no, look, I would strongly recommend playing it, um, but give yourself a very large chunk of time uh, the first time. An inordinate yeah, amount I mean, of time. Look, it, it can take up to an hour to set up the game. Wow. Yeah, and then, so setup time is usually half an hour to an hour. Actual play time is usually around an hour and a half to two hours. So you need to really put aside three, three and a half hours. Yeah, it's not a game that you want to play with kids. They won't have the attention span for it. Oh God, no! Absolutely not. Like if anything, if anything, you almost don't want to play this with adults. um, You want to play this with with the elderly. Only geriatric. (laughs) You you probably want to play this with people who are not serious about tabletop games, but are quite experienced with tabletop games. Yeah, it's a complex Um, game. It's not a it's not it's a, not not a, a monopoly game. game. If you play Ew. monopoly games, get out. Yeah, it's not for it's not really for casual gamers. Um it's kind of similar to something like um Terraforming Mars. It's yeah. not that's not really a casual gamer type thing. That's something where you sit oh. down for for an afternoon. A lot of the stuff know? we review isn't Nah, well it's probably half half. There there's been a lot of stuff we've reviewed that's not for casual yeah, gamers. Yeah, but I mean look something like something like Scythe, for example. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, pretty. that's much more. That's more um, friendly towards casual players. Um, Dead of Winter is much more casual. Unfair is much more casual. Um, I mean, look, Terraforming Mars is probably <clears throat> on the on the border, but it does take a bit of getting well, used to. Remember, there was a there was a period there where um, tabletop games were only really for the hardcore gamer, 
they were for the ilk that was further towards the Dungeons and Dragons rather than towards the traditional board game thing. And mm. oh my mm. god, I get so sick of like, I will get asked by people that either don't know about it or are significantly older. And they'll say, oh, what do you do on your podcast? And not, I, not that these old men are wandering around asking me this question. But anyway, they yeah. ask, you know, what is, so we do, you know, there's some tabletop games. They go, oh, like board games. Like, no, not fucking board games. Board games are a different category and they usually have ages three to eight written on the cover. Um, tabletop yeah. games are yeah. significantly different. But if you're listening to the yeah. show, you know that. So I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. And look, look, Arkham Horror is what's known as a living card game. Um, so you and the and basically what differentiates a living card game versus a normal tabletop game is effectively that you can add in lots of different cards. Yeah, and it's so not, not literally. So don't go away in fear. It's yeah, an and it's so, and it and it originally started off as a spin-off of collectible card games. Um, I can but, see that. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think it's become a bit, bit more of a catch-all kind of, kind of term. Well, anyway, that's a pretty good one. Go check mm. it out. But yeah, that probably brings us to the end of our more informative than usual show. Oh yes, we we actually had some serious discourse about stuff. <laughs> have but, you um? Wow. Just to. Just on um on funny things. Have you seen uh, the ads going around at the moment, or maybe it's just coming from my Facebook for some bizarre reason for Jorah Local? I don't get but, ads anymore because I've got um Fluffy Buster fake Facebook, you know, oh, Chrome okay. filter things. So, I don't get ads. All right. And anyway, these ads are worth looking at. Jorah, um, because yeah, okay. So Jorah basically. Um, oh, Jorah yeah, the Local, job search thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's specifically a hospitality thing for getting casual staff quickly right but they're, they're and it's always hospitality stuff so working in restaurants and whatnot um but the stock images are fucking bizarre like they're really <laughs> like they're really like polished and they've be obviously been like photoshopped really really well but i mean one of them for example is um someone's making a cup of coffee but there's there's coffee like flowing out of the cup everywhere what is uh, that and got another one to do with jobs. Well, another one is um, someone with like a handful of flour licking it. Like, Hang on, it's... wait, what is this? What has this got to do with employment? Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, yeah. you've done too um, much coke and you need your staff to do your job for you, please search here. Well, well, it's like, why would you? Why would you hire these people? Um, but well, I no, no, that might not. The... Be, that might not be the staff. That might be the employers. But the one I saw tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that no, no. no but they're the staff. What? I think. I don't know. If the you one, want the one I, who licks licks flour. What? The one, the one I saw tonight was um, uh, they had they had like a picture of like a grill, right? Yeah. Um, and on the grill were uh like hamburgers or cheeseburgers that have been had been cut in half, and then put. Sideways onto the grill, right? So if you want staff that do things incorrectly, <laughs> well, well, and the very first comment on it was, "Ah, yeah, the classic char grilled half burger." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't go there because you know that's a hipster thing that's going to happen in Brisbane, and you'll be seeing those everywhere. Yeah, what yeah, on but, earth? But I just found one of them, and it's a man riding a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's great, isn't it? What? (laughs) What has this got to do with anything? You know what happened? You know what happened was Jura used their own network to find someone to do up their marketing, and they went just find you know find some find some stock photos. I don't care what they are, just find stock photos. Yeah, yeah, something that's something that's food related. Um, but every time I and 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 it it like it kind of like went around my brain the first time I saw them, and it didn't quite click what I was looking at, and then I noticed once that. Oh, that's a bit weird. It was—I think it was the coffee one where the coffee's just fucking going everywhere, and they did it in like an artistic way. But it's like, well, hang on a minute. If you're trying to find staff who can serve coffee, that's, that's not the not, person you want. That's not how to serve coffee. That's not how to serve coffee. <laughs> um, and then I started noticing that almost all of their photos are ridiculous. Um, and it is—it is literally like someone's just said. Just Maybe search for food in a uh, a stock images site and take everything. There might actually be something else behind it. Um, there are elements to advertising, like like you know how you use comedy in advertising, and those are the ads that stick with me. They stay in my head. If I see something that's funny, I usually remember the product. Maybe there's like an element that says if if you use something really obscure and absurd, because look, you you have taken note of who that ad is for because it's so fucking weird. So maybe that's their tactic. Maybe it's like, if you want to stand out, you need to be about as different as you possibly can. Well, the funny thing is, um, I've I've seen Jura Local before and it's actually a brilliant idea. Um, It's a great idea, but I'm confused by their marketing images. Yeah, Yeah, I'm finding more of these. These are weird, man. Oh, they're good, aren't they? (laughs) <laughs> but they're so bizarre. It's, every time I see them, I'm like, Brick. why would you want to hire that person? Well, maybe that's it. Sometimes you need to hire the unhirable. <laughs> there, is a, there, is a great, there is a great book called Incompetence written by Rob Grant, one of the two uh, creators of Red Dwarf. Um, yeah. And Rob Grant's actually quite a good writer. I've bought a few of his books. They're all very Douglas Adams-ish. Um, so if you want a Douglas mm. Adams fix, uh, pick up some of his books. And he wrote a book called Incompetence, and it's set about 20 or 30 years in the future where it becomes illegal to discriminate against hiring staff based on race, creed, color, or incompetence. So <laughs> you're not allowed to fire people for being incompetent because it's discrimination. Um, oh, I feel like I feel like you should be able to fire them for incompetence. No, no, no. It's it's basically <laughs> it's an evolution of the politically correct jaunt that, and this was written about twelve mm. years ago. So you look at where we are now and where we were back then, and we've we've gone further down that rabbit hole, um, and kind of extrapolating yeah. it out to its absurdest extremes. And yeah, it was ridiculous. It was a very broken uh, world. And there was um there was also there was another ad I saw. Um, like these are all on Facebook, right? Um, it was an ad for Infusionsoft in that CRM yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to promote that. But it's terrible. No, no, no. I'm not promoting it. I'm mocking it. There's a woman who is like talking into the camera, right? And uh, the whole crux of this particular ad, it only goes for like 10 seconds, is they're getting rid of email to make things more organized, right? Yeah, And it's okay. got goodbye. And she, <laughs> she goes, goodbye email. And then rips a piece of rips like a printed piece of paper in half. I'm like, hang on a minute. It's not Neil. <laughs> <That's- laughs> hang on. I think she's got it confused with the snail mail. What? 
<laughs> wow. I feel this is like in the IT crowd where they go, this box is the internet. Someone's handed her paper and gone, this is email. You need to destroy it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I think we've... Uh, yeah. I think we've outstayed our welcome in the earbuds of our uh, oh, patient audience. If you're still Congratulations if you've made it this far. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking that that happened. <laughs> Excellent. Well, till next week when we will be reviewing things. I'll be reviewing mm-hmm. Factoria. I don't know what fuck we'll be doing, but uh, have fun. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably be reviewing Arkham Horror again. <laughs> <laughs> for the next five years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, have a good All week. Right. GG, everyone. G-